Hey, this is Russell, and I'm pretty sure I have the greatest job in the world. I work at the video store, the one that's just down the road from you that you can go to once a week whenever it is movie night. Why I love my job is because when the store is quiet, I get to watch movies and series and talk about them with my friends that work here. But interesting people also pop in to rent something. Each week, we can help you figure out what you could be watching out on all the streaming platforms and out in cinemas. All right, let's do it. Let's open up the shop. Did you see that thing yesterday on the TV? Hey dudes. Hey guys. Good morning. How's everybody? All right. Are you uh, feeling fresh? Are you feeling fresh, Gad? <laughs> I took a two days to recover. Well, I'm still recovering. Myself and Gad drove to Splashy Fen on Friday. Okay. Shorts, shorts no, but not only drove. We drove there and then like eight hours later drove back. Oh, damn. And it's a eight hour drive. Yeah. So it's a lo- we saw a lot of the country. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of the N3. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I used to be able to do that in my sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in our 30s now, dude. I'm well into my yeah. 30s. <laughs> I'm glad you were awake for it. Though. Yeah. No, it was quite important that I was awake. I was the one driving. Um, but no, it's taking me a long time to um, recover. Yeah. So I didn't drink at all that weekend and I was like, had a hangover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what your kind of middle age... That's what your middle age does. I yeah. went to the dermatologist the other day, uh, and yeah. I was like, "Is this cancerous?" He's like, "No, it's 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 called an old man mark." Oh, wow! <laughs> I was like, oh, "Fuck you!" Right? <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's he's like it's commonly known as like a liver, oh, liver, liver mark, spot, liver, liver spot." spot. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "It's effectively an old man mark," and right. I was like, "No, shit." <laughs> um, all right, let's. Um, chat uh cool. I- ayanda satebe is coming in today i don't think you guys know ayanda no. but i've gotten to know him very well he um puts on a festival called the africa rising international film festival okay. which happens once a year in november mm. but then he's also in the center here he's at 44 stanley and he runs um something called actors spaces which is right. like a community for actors its primary its primary function is to be a casting agency. Uh, okay. So these actors come all the time to like do these workshops and come for auditions, and then they often come for a coffee here cool. first before they go for auditions. <laughs> and so like often like famous folk are coming into Forty Four Stanley all the time, right? Because they're coming for auditions. But oh, he's okay. such a lovely dude. Mm. Cool. Um, nice. But let's chat about what we're watching. I wanted to maybe kick off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ted Lasso season three, yo, is on Apple TV Plus, mm-hmm. and it is great. It's great. Okay. It's just like all the others. It's like the sort of show Jess had never seen the first two seasons, and she's just hooked from. It, it's a warm, comfy blanket. Right. It's it's smart. It's she, said, some... she said to me because I make her watch so much crap. She'll never forgive me for making her watch Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> but like, we, we, I would never <laughs> forgive you either. But we put on Ted Lasso, and she's like, "Why don't you recommend?" This for me to it's watch. lovable. It's a lovable show okay. because yeah. it's. Have you watched it, Greg? No, I don't it's, have Apple TV. It's such a smart crossover of everything. So right. because you've got soccer at the forefront, mm. um, it could get those kind of soccer bros. Yes, but it's clearly written by creatives who love film. So there's often like film references. Okay, and then at the core of it are characters and relationships that are lovable. Right. So it's like at the core of it. Okay, so ba- the basic back of the box yeah. is um, a woman um, inherits her husband's soccer team. Right. In, after a divorce. After a divorce. This is in the UK. Mm-hmm. And to spite him, she hires an American football coach. Okay. As like a joke, thinking it's going to run his, his um, sports team into the ground. Yes. But it turns out to be this super lovable. Inspirational. Inspirational. <laughs> go-getter that actually nice. turns the team around and now she sort of loves the team okay. that she's like you, been given. You can't hate Ted Lasso. It's just like... <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. yeah. So Jason Sudeikis yes. is Ted Lasso, comes in very American. So it's a crossover in terms of the sport and cultural mm. stuff. You know, they're based on ESPN ads. Oh, that's right. They right. That's how it started. Because they, they, as huh. sort of Americans, went to, uh, I think, Amsterdam on a trip and they sort of 
got to love soccer as Americans. Right. And then I think that's what then I think it became just to, a TV spot. To promote the Premier League on ESPN, they made this. Yeah, and then yeah. It's, it's evolved to this thing. Yes. Um, and it's, of course, a crossover culturally. So, yeah. so the Americans love it because it's got Jason Sudeikis and a few Americans in mm. it. And, of course, the British love it because it's British. Yes. Um, so it's, it's great. Everyone cool. can love it. It's, it's, oh, there's a reason why so it's, it's so good. Um, so that's a goodie. Um, there's two other things on Apple TV Plus. Sorry, if you don't mind, I no, can go tell first. you the, those two. Um, one that is really great is the movie about Tetris. Mm. Have you heard of it? Yes. So it's got Taron Egerton in it. Yeah. Who we all know from Rocket Man and yeah. Kingsman. Kingsman. Um, and he, he's so good. And it's mm. about this kind of larger than life crazy story about Tetris. Yeah which we just took for granted. I remember getting a Game Boy and having Tetris and just playing it. Yeah. But it, it's it got all these tie-ins with like um, the fall of the Soviet Union, yeah. um, corporate espionage, um, even, um, you know, Epstein's girlfriend or wife was that woman, Ghislaine Maxwell, yes. who's now in jail. Yeah. Her dad was like the disgraced media magnet, Robert uh -huh. Maxwell. Yeah. He's at the core of Tetris. Right. He's at the core of the story. So it's like it's it's got so many like cool links to everything. Yeah. And it's I, I'm so happy it didn't go the way of because you hear all, all these ridiculous adaptations like Battleships. Yes. Was just trying to turn the game into a movie. I'm so oh glad God. this isn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is about like, the, this is this this movie is yeah, about it's, it's the making like of the a game. Contract. And, yeah. mm. and it's about getting the contracts and it's about you know, what it was like to travel into Russia during the Soviet Union. Because the moment he wanted to, like, communicate home, he, the people are like, there's no fax machine. Yeah. There's no way to reach. And so you actually, you, you can feel him trapped mm. in this country. And you can feel these, these kind of uh, Soviet spies on him. And, you know, everybody's after for themselves. And, yes. And, um, and of course you realize just the implications of something like a Game Boy. Because a Game Boy, when it arrived, it changed the game. Because now for a game, there was a new category, which is the handheld rights. Right. Yeah. So now it was a scramble for this. And, oh, it's, it's great. Well, the trailer looks cool. amazing. I've got it. And oh, he's yeah. so good. And oh. mm. So, yeah, Tetris, it's a movie. I thought it was going to be a show. Right. And I, funny enough, looked at the trailer and it looked dark and it looked, you know, quite intense. And so I thought, I'm not going to watch it if it's a show. <laughs> yes. But it's a movie. So in two hours, you, you get it. Cool. And, and, and so that's cool. Yeah, what else have you guys way. been watching? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the unbearable weightness of... The unbearable, the unbearable weight of massive, massive talent. talent. It's now on Showmax. Like I saw my dad, he had it. He was like eyeing it. Like, should I watch it? I'm like, it's very silly. It is so much better <laughs> than you think it is. Absolutely, oh, okay. yeah. I watched it on the plane. Right. Have you seen it? No. So I thought like, okay, well, what is it all going to be about? It's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas yes. Cage. So he gets hired um, to, to be to, well, to, to, be like to a, appear at, at, a, at a wealthy dude's goes, birthday. But to be undercover to investigate this drug. No, no, well, you don't know that first. Okay, so it starts with him just being invited to go to this birthday. And then, it's, and then, the and then there's this great moment <laughs> yeah. where the FBI are trailing this dude that he has to go, yes. whose birthday he has to go to. It's Pedro Pascal, isn't Pedro it? Pedro Pascal, yes. who's like the, the kind of it dude at the moment. And you see these FBI agents, and this is just to set it up. You see these FBI agents looking at the plane as these people are coming off this private plane. Yeah. And the guy's like, you know, who's come off the plane? He's like, um, how do I put this? He's like, it's the actor Nicolas Cage. Right. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is Nicolas Cage doing here? And so, of course, they then take him in and, and say, well, can you help us spy? Right. And so Nicolas Cage sort of finds himself in a real-life version of, of, of the kind of movie he would be in, mm. where he's like, I know how to do this. But, of course, he's just an actor. It's yeah. great. And then they, so throw him, they throw him into these action scenes, and it's just the, the way he kind of, like, adapts. But it's, it's not it's what so you funny. think it is going to be, especially when the bad guy, Pedro Pascal, is... So lovable and so genuine and so nice. Right. It also just becomes such a funny, like, buddy, buddy comedy. Nice. <laughs> it's great. So the unbearable weight of massive talent is on Showmax. Yeah. Um, cool. Also on Apple TV Plus, Apple yeah. TV is doing fucking great shit. Mm. Um, there is a TV show called The Big Door Prize. Okay. 
It is got Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. He was in Bridesmaids and IT Crowd. Yeah. And it's based on a book where in the small town, a little kind of arcade machine looking device just arrives. Right. And it can takes in your name, your social security number, and then it prints out this little card which gives you your life's purpose. Oh, I like this. Right. And people think it's a joke, but yes. it really gets to the heart of people. Somehow, right. and of course, I'm only two or three episodes in, so I don't know mm-hmm. the reveal. Or I think it's been renewed for second season, so we probably cool. don't know. Okay. But it, um, it's very personal to the point where people are like, it's changing their lives. And so mm. now there's a line around the corner. So this whole town has changed. Right. And it's about, it's about that whole question, which is like, if you know when you're going to die or if you know what you're going to do, yes. you know, like how could that change your life? And, and so people are, are kind of rechanging. Or, or people are changing what they sort of think they're going to be and, and quitting their jobs mm. and, you know, for the better, but sometimes it could be for the worst. Right. Um, and I don't want to give too much away, but yeah. it's 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 what's it's the name great. name again? It's a strange name. It's called the Big Door Prize. Yeah, it sounds like a reality TV show. Yeah, yeah it does. and that's why it might get it might get a bit confused. Yeah, but it but it's worth your time, especially if you've got Apple TV Plus, to watch it because it's just it, going to go meta in the last episode. It's going to be a yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't ding know why ding. it's called that. It's obviously yeah. It's obviously called that for a reason, and yes. that's the name of the book. Okay, it's so, based on a book. Yeah, it's based on a book. Cool. Okay. Um, like Yellow Jackets. Yes. Oh, season two. two. I, watched, I watched episode three last night. Oh. Okay, I haven't started it yet. It's so good. It's it's, it's okay. twisted. Okay, so Yellow Jackets, I think, is quite an important show for the video store because it was really one of the first shows we spoke about. Yeah, right. Almost in episode one, we, and, we, we spoke about Yellow Jackets. And even back then, it wasn't getting the recognition because I know like these popular shows immediately Easter egg videos pop up on YouTube and that. And right. I remember watching... Season one, and like I like to go on YouTube and see like what's the meaning. It was behind a slow this. burn, mm. but no one, no one was talking about it. Now everyone is talking about it. It's a show everyone wants to watch. Yeah, it makes total sense. So season two is on Showmax now, and it, it's great. So for those who've missed it, um, it's Yellow Jackets. It's the name. It's named after the the girls' soccer team. The girls' soccer team that. Um, the plane crashed in what kind of somewhere close to the Andes mountain range. And yeah, it's just so far. Is it in Europe? No, it's in America. The, the, and- the Andes are in. The Andes are in. Isn't the Andes in America? Mm-hmm. No, you're thinking of. Um, I don't know what mountain Rock- range. It is. But it's the Rockies. The Rockies. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. like out in the middle of absolute nowhere. Yeah, and so they get. So it's about the soccer team of young girls who who crash and and they surviving in the woods, and the TV show is set between them now as survivors who are quite famous because everyone remembers them from being these girls that were lost for we don't know how long. Right. And then it cuts between them in the modern age and them in the 90s being these girls that are that are stuck. And you know, at least from the first season, you know like some fucked up shit happened because Gosh. like they are quite traumatized and don't talk or do talk about what they what happened. For the most part, the media didn't know what happened, but you get right. these glimpses of where they're going to go. And it basically looks like they descend into this like crazy society where they like eat. So it's like Lord of the Flies with a, bunch, with a girls' school team instead of a bunch of British schoolboys. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's very Lord of the yeah. Flies. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, if you carefully watch the opening credits uh, for this new season, they reveal like which more girls that have survived, oh, which is which is really cool. That's smart because you didn't you didn't see certain girls in the future. Right. In the first season, you so you get the so you get the feeling that they must have been killed, yes. either died by natural causes yeah. or like <laughs> sacrificed. Yeah. Or you don't know the way that they're revealing stuff is so clever. Oh, good! And the casting, the you can see those young girls, and you go, "That's that's what they would look like when they're older." It's so good. Yeah, you don't often have that. Okay, magic. Okay, yeah, there's some good stuff, man. Mm. Shrinking is also yes. so good. Yeah, uh, we've spoken about it a lot on the show. We keep watching um, the episodes as they come out. Yeah, they, I've got to so finish them. I've watched three. They, they, oh, there's some good TV on now, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, some good stuff. And you're still doing your movie a day. Still doing my movie a day. I see you did National Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> speaking about speaking Nick Cage. Speaking about Nick Cage. Yeah. Does it still slap? 
it's okay. No, no. You know, it's always been the poor man's Indiana Jones. <laughs> but, um, we watched Totoro because you, you mentioned it last time. We watched it with Corbin. Oh, my okay. neighbor to my neighbor to Totoro. Oh yes, Totoro. Oh, Totoro, lovely movie. And then there's a in Bob's Burgers. There's this amazing episode where he like has to work as a chef for his landlord to like make rent. Right. And he's like so pissed off with the family, and he starts drinking absinthe. Uh, <laughs> and he hallucinates that the turkey that he's cooking becomes Totoro, and it's right. like. It's such a beautiful homage. Lovely. Okay, so what we are talking about here is the anime classic My Neighbor Totoro, which I believe is on Netflix. It's on Netflix, Netflix, yeah. Yeah, Totally worth your time. Hal Miyazaki's classic. Yeah, just all-time classic of anime. All right, um, chaps, anything else you're dying to mention? Um, Let's just briefly talk about the the thing that's been making the rounds again is are film critics relevant? Because the Super Mario movie came out this last week. Yes got destroyed by critics yeah. and also had the biggest opening weekend for an animated movie ever. The audience awesome. score on Rotten Tomatoes is like 98 it's n- Yeah, it's 96. But it made, hang on, let me double check these numbers because I had the article here. Five-day total, $377 million worldwide. Whoa. Cool. It's three-day domestic. When we say domestic, we mean Just in US. America. For some yeah. reason, domestic is now the term for America. Three-day total was $146 million, Yeah, which is more than Avatar. <laughs> made in three days yeah oh wow and it's just the question of like i've just heard it so faithful to yeah well it's well i think you've answered your question it sounds like it doesn't fucking matter yeah because people will go see it regardless of what anyone thinks what 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 i can say from my 13 years of curating the cinema at the bioscope is it always seems to feel like word of mouth will always champion yeah and people seek out that stuff and they find it they are smart yep. so i think critics perhaps there's a place for them yeah but not to necessarily be critical i think i'd like to believe us we're not exactly critics here at the video store no, but i feel like not. we are curators and mm-hmm. perhaps the, perhaps there'll always be a place for curators but yeah. to to be a critic yeah i don't think it matters yeah i mean I being an audience is more relevant we're the audience. We're, yeah. we're audience members that just give our opinions of movies more than yeah. critique things. Yeah. No, but I, I think that word of mouth will always champion. Yeah. And and um, and w- if something like this were to come out mm. where the first people just don't talk about it, yeah. they don't tell their friends, then it flops. Yeah. It, it's 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 totally in the audience, mm-hmm. in the it's, audience's hands. You've seen the original Super Mario Brothers. Oh, boy. The, John Leguizamo the and, and Bob yeah, Hoskins. Yeah, I, I, I've I've watched a chunk of it. We we put it on for the um for a cheesy movie night at the bioscope as nice. well. I've probably seen There's this movie more than any other movie. Dennis Hopper, dinosaurs. Yes. It's bizarre. It, it was a childhood Insane. movie for me because my my dad would like copy VHSs. Yes. and I just remember watching that over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, wild! Yeah, I, I know that movie off by heart. Wow, it's <laughs> so bad. That's terrible. So one bad. of the few. So bad. It's fascinatingly terrible, though. Yeah. No. There's a story about it. I think it was Bob Hoskins. It was either Bob Hoskins or Dennis Hopper, but I think it was Bob Hoskins just berating the directors for like yeah. three hours straight. Yeah. Just screaming that because they were so like full of shit and so arrogant and just yeah, didn't know what they were like, doing. It sounded like the movie didn't do well at the time because yeah. of those kinds of controversies. Yes. So I think it was also supposed to, they filmed it as an R movie and then they edited it down to PG-13. I think that makes sense, an R-rated Mario movie. No, Good job, guys. No, it has to be for kiddies, man. Yeah. Especially like this new one, it makes sense. It's like the Brazil of cartoon TV games. Oh, uh, uh, made Brazil? Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam, uh, yeah. But it felt like that dystopian 1984. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What the hell? No, this, this Mario Brothers now looks perfect. It's Mario like, is for children and for nostalgic 30-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lack of duties. Lovely. Like a chat. Okay, so Ayanda is um, is going to join us in any minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool catching up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Lekker, guys. Lekker. Good. Right. Uh, let's get into it. This is Ayanda Setebe popping in to rent something. How's it? I'm good. It's I'm nice good, to It's nice to finally lock you down. Yeah, dude. Because you are, are around us in the bioscope all the time yeah. in the fact that not only do we have the film festival once a year, sure. Africa Rising International Film Festival, yeah. but you guys, and I want to get into what you guys is, sure, um, are here at Forty Four Stanley with us. So yeah. you you're around all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, it's like I stay in, at Bioscope. I live here. 
and like. and you've been such a great supporter <laughs> and every now and again on a saturday morning we'll help you with the venue yeah and we've i i think we've got one of one of the nicest relationships we do i think we because do. you you're one of those people that that just get what the bioscope is yeah which is which is a it's a it's a thing to overcome. Like some yeah. people just don't quite understand yeah. what we are, they, or they haven't really considered. But you you get it, and I think that's yeah. important. Yeah. But um, what is it? What do you, what is yeah. what is there up, up down the passage up the stairs <laughs> at forty four? Um, look, I think firstly, um, Russell, I think I think shout out to you. You know, like I, I like I think this is like a perfect moment for me to really say shout out to you. Okay. And just like try and like give you your flowers. I'm not carrying them now, but you know, just I give like you your flowers. Dude. Give you your flowers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think I think more than anything, um, you deserve the acknowledgement as well. Because the work that you're doing here is amazing, oh, and thanks, you've been man. doing it for so many years as well. And I know how much it, how difficult it is to explain or express a vision that lives in your head for so long, right? Sure. And, and you have to articulate it to someone else that this is what it means, you know? Yeah. So I totally get what you're doing here. Um, and it's, I don't know how many other independent cinemas are out there, you know? Not, like, not too many in, yeah. in South Africa. There's there's the Labia, yeah. which sort of functions a little in bit. Cape Town, right? Yeah, yeah. They function a little bit more like a cinema nouveau. So they're commercial art house. Yeah. Um, but every now and again, they'll have a, a sort of a bioscope-esque Ah, uh, thing yeah, happen yeah, like yeah. a certain event yeah. or a party yeah, or a launch yeah, or a film yeah, festival yeah. the kind of thing that we do yeah but I think I think what makes this special is also how you've managed to almost bridge the gap right in a sense of um, just content overall um, yeah uh, where Bioscope is becoming like uh, black and white you know it's like it's almost like you don't even like there's no because you know how different our content is yeah. from just like broadcast landscape or films and, and, and stuff like yeah. that. But I think Bioscope is almost like that place where we all connect as creatives, as filmmakers. And that's yeah. why I'm in love with this place. Well, it's, our first, it's just that thinking. Our first involvement with each other was when um, we were premiering some filmmakers' stuff. Yeah. And and you were helping sponsor that event Correct. or you were being a part of it. Yeah. And, then, and then, of course, the film festival, which I saw happening... Yeah. Um, I think the first year it didn't involve us. And yes. then I was like, I, yes. I want, this yes. looks cool. Yes. This yes. looks like yes. a cool festival. Yeah. Yeah. The Bioscope has to be a part of this. Why are we not a part of yeah. something called the Africa Rising yeah. International Film Festival? Yeah. I would want to be a, a part of it. And then COVID. Yeah. And then and in our new home here, um, we've we've had you be a part of it, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Which I think the most important thing is that, yeah, the, as long as the bioscope can be something for everyone. It's beautiful, man. And, it's beautiful. And, yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was saying to, to Felicia, the team, I was like, no, bioscope must just hire me to help them somehow, even if I volunteer, because I, 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 think, I think it's a special space. No, and I'm glad you. to and be and part and of it in and one And you know what? And, and, and for you, it's been perhaps a bit more of an industry, sort of film industry, film yeah. festival involvement. But for others... It could just be, oh, every now and again there's a cool movie and I have yeah. fun and I yeah. bring my girlfriend yeah. or yeah. my friends and we watch anime or it's that cool cult movie yeah. where we eat yeah. something or drink. You know, so even if it's just on that level, that, that yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, the it. Yeah. So yeah. What, yeah. what is it that you do? <laughs> so, yeah, look, I, I think I obviously I do a lot of things. And I'm realizing now that actually I do a lot, right? Um, uh, I started as an actor. Ah. Believe it. Okay. No, then, that makes some sense. Yeah. And then stage fright was a thing. Okay. Like I would get like like sick, you know? Okay. You know, you, you want to do it so bad, but how it just made me feel, the anxiety behind it was just a lot. Okay. And then what I did, something special happened because that... Um, working with actors or being in a scene with actors, I would stop and watch the actor. Mm. And I really started sort of really enjoying the observation of the actor. Yeah. And the, then the stress there became, how do I now make this a craft? You know, where do I place this? Because I enjoy just watching actors. Okay. And, 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 and what happened was I then started being an acting coach. So I started okay. coaching actors. 
and and that's I did that for a while, right? Uh, okay. But I did it on a very development phase. Okay. But from that phase, you'd get a lot of actors getting work, like proper work. Yeah. And then they, they will transcend and start being professional and, and, and all that. Yeah. Eventually, that became so lonely because you're working yeah. with all these actors and then they grow and then they almost like leave you. And they sort of, yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's me. I, I start, you know, I shaped that, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. so that became very lonely. Okay. And then um, I was almost in the industry for like 10 years or more and felt out of it. Okay. And I was like, that was insane. Um, and then I sort of saw a gap as well in terms of how we don't know our South African actors. Okay. Even when they go overseas, we don't know that they go out there and doing amazing things. Okay. So, so there was not a culture of documenting actors. Okay. And so I still think it's, it's sort of still missing. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so then that's where Actor Spaces came about. I almost okay. wanted to create a community for actors. To for, just, yeah, because I follow the Actors Spaces page on Instagram. And sure. it's really just like, oh, this guy landed this role. Yeah. And this guy's doing this. And yeah. you sort of like, so you're just yeah. talking about what they get up to. Correct. And, okay. and, and, but most importantly is, is archiving the, those journeys as well, right? Okay. Uh, and, and trying to create a digital footprint for, for South African actors. Because if you okay. Google South African actors, they're not much online about sure. them. Because they're not documented. So, so it's, it's, it's archiving, it's creating a digital footprint for actors. But also celebrating actors, you know. Yeah. And, in Hollywood, but, but that, but that doesn't necessarily are. make money. No, no, as an Instagram page, and it's just as, as, it's more. It was born out of an initiative of you. Totally, just, and it's still that in terms of just acknowledging. And it's a pretty successful page. How it many is. people? Is it is. It is. It is. Uh, we uh, last uh, time you checked, plus ninety followers now. Yeah, um, ninety thousand. But I think the website, which is the online sort of magazine, yeah. um, I mean. The, the social media is meant to take people back to the website, which is okay. more of the where you find tools for actors. It's almost like a, a resource platform for actors. Okay. And that's where you can read up about the features that we do on actors. I don't know if you've okay. seen the actors holding the box. Those are the, like the features that we do with them. Cool. But you're right. At some point, it needed to make financial sense for us. Yeah. And we needed to look at how do we now, you know, turn this into a viable sort of business as well. Okay. And, and that's where the other things that I do sort of come in because on day to day, I'm a casting director and, and that's okay. what I do. And do you I, do that as I, actor spaces? Yeah, yeah that's okay. under the actor spaces umbrella. Okay, so which you is one like, of, I'm dealing with these people. Now I can be a casting director. Yeah, because okay, that makes also sense. I have access to, these, to, to the actors. The relationships are there. So that's just, it just makes life easier. So mm. sometimes if you... That's smart. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes if... Because sometimes productions can't get actors on their productions. So you need the guy who's probably has a relationship with the actor. You can say, yeah. actually, this is good for you because it's, you know, um, this is how they see you in the production and, and, and so forth. Okay. Um, but also with that space as well, when it comes to auditioning, um, because I've been an actor and I've been in that environment and I've seen how actors are almost not the best of themselves in that space. It's super hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a job interview. God, it's, it's very tricky. But also casting directors, have we have a thing of just creating a hostile environment as well. So we go in there, everyone is like already freaked out. Yeah. Um, and also I think... It's, it's taking some time to get young casting directors as well. So you still feel like finding yeah. these old people in there, uh, intimidating, tired of life. I'm like, oh, just do your thing. And that's it, you know? So, sure. so I also intentionally wanted to create a safe environment for actors that they can come out of the audition feeling like I left everything there and I'm good and I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. But knowing, yeah, it's one thing to be able to sort of just see lots of people and create this way to have this audition and 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 catalog and and it's it's almost like a service industry. But the real talent in casting yeah. is finding that right person. Yeah, yeah. And knowing yeah. knowing that, yeah. I'll never forget. There was this amazing <laughs> moment. Where I was involved in the school plays in high school, yeah. and. Um, I started out as more of the musician in the band yeah. for the plays. And I'll never forget there was this very charismatic woman 
very seasoned lady that out of the goodness of her heart sure. helped this high school yeah. but she'd come out of production sure, and she's sure. one of those people and she said something like i was just setting up my drum kit and she said something like just know that if it's not the right fit um sure. it's not to say that you're not good yeah yeah just saying this before yeah. she goes yeah. she goes i could act the crap out of pamela anderson but i'm not going to get a sure. cast in i'm not going to get cast in baywatch <laughs> yeah, sure. and i was like i get it I yeah, totally get it. yeah it's like yeah. it's not to bash your personal talents but you could just be the wrong person but yeah. there's a subtlety to making sure you get the right person totally and i think the key word there's like the fit yeah because you're almost looking for that glove in the hand that's just going to be and so have you often found yourself there where you are, are, are trying to cast someone yeah. quite specifically and yeah. despite someone being super talented you're like i don't Do, see it no it happens all the time because i mean my process obviously start like any other casting director with the headshots yeah so already you're looking at the headshot you're looking at the cv you're already probably a fan of these actors already yeah. and you want them to get these roles or this ro- specific role yeah um then they come in and they're so amazing. They did the work. They did the sides. They did the character Bible. They tell you who this person is and the story and what they will do with it if they get it. Yeah. And then they, you know, and then they tape and and you're like, like, "Mm." I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah. And I know the producers won't see it as well. So, and sometimes you maybe with a director or you with someone else. That's usually on the callback stages. Okay, yes. so you yeah, yeah. So once yeah. you get to someone more specific, yeah, when that like guy will be that person so. will be there next to you and and correct, you know, correct, career. correct. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah yes. What are you What are you doing at the moment? What are you casting? Um, at the I'm currently, I'm currently casting um, a show on One Magic now. Um, yeah. It's it's a tenor novella. Yeah. I know that they big now. Um, which is. Obviously, I can't get to story now, but it's so. In- I'm from the casting session now. Yeah, you've um, just come. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm on day two of it. It's it's it's, spe- it's a special, um, it's Tosa sort of project. I'm okay. excited about it, but I'm also doing King Shaga, with CBS. Okay, now uh, that's a biggie. Is, yeah, yeah, that's that's a biggie. That's we like, were talking about yeah, this the yeah, other day. Yeah, that yeah. it's Anton Fuqua. Yes, yes, who's our executive producer? Who? What has he been most famous for? Um, sure, a lot of stuff. I know he what just the did. Big ones? He just did the Will Smith one now, the the new one. The um, the one where he's got the Inception, Inception, yeah, the slavery one that he just did now. Which yeah, I think is, it's is, not called Inception. Is that, it's not. No, it's not Inception. What am I Inception saying? Inception is the is the is the <laughs> sleep. Yes, sleep yes, movie. yes. Um, um, no, yeah, it's fine. We'll yeah, put it in we'll, the in the yeah, cash yeah, yeah, but yeah. but um. But he did the Denzel one as well, the the sequel. Um, why am I forgetting? Equalizer. Well? Equalizer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the okay. No, so he's the, a big dude. So yeah. so they are currently casting. Yeah. They finished the casting. We we, we it's ongoing. It's ongoing. It's, it's, it's a ten. Have episode. they started shooting? Yet? They have. They have shooting. Okay, this in is like Devin. the big budget Shocker show. Yes. Which is probably going to be made yes. for worldwide audience. Showtime. CBS. Showtime, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's 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 huge. Wild. Who's Shocker? Uh, it's Charles. Is is a an actor from UK. Uh, I know it's controversial, right? Okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. happens. It happens. So, so we. How's his How's his uh, localizing? It's great. Is he is he is he nailing the accent? Russell, he's great. He's killing okay, cool. it. You know? No, that's good. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's good. He's really good. And I think what so we've got US actors and 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 UK. What's great is the support that they're getting from the South African actors. Yeah. In terms of getting the nuances, the, yeah. the cultural perspective, and how important um, the Shaga Zulu story is. Yeah. So I think. They've created almost a beautiful culture on set that's really, really amazing. And it's got a lot of South African what, A-listers What's as well. your South African heritage? What is your heritage? Zulu. What are you, Zulu. Zulu. I'm Zulu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what, yeah. does Shaka mean a lot to you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. How, how is history treating him at this point? I, is, he, is he a hero? Yeah, I think over the years... Is, I, don't, I don't know whether no, he's no. been anything other than a hero. I, I'm I think all he's always, for I think he's always having been, heroes, but I, I think look, I there think, might come a time when someone revisits it and goes like, mm, "This guy was he? actually, this guy." Look, I, I, look, I think he's always been a hero. Yeah. Probably controversial in terms of how 
he went about certain things as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, but it's he's a, a great hero story. in my eyes. Yeah. Same here. You know, I think there's a, I, I think it was creative. I think it was amazing. Um, and I Do you think, think it, the TV show is going to be achieving this? Are, are you feeling good about it? I'm feeling great about it. But, I mean, there's a lot of creative license as well sure. that's sort of happening, you know? Okay. So I think the audience who have the responsibility to check certain facts, if, oh, did this actually happen or not? Yeah. And so forth. I, I do think Ilembe, which is the bomb, Shaga Zulu, which is shot here in South Africa. Which oh, is I was the about South to say, because there is another one going on. Yes, they, it's yeah. done. That one's done. I think they've done shooting. Bomb, bomb Productions. Bomb Productions. Made another Shaka show called? Yeah. Uh, Ilembe. Ilembe. Yeah. Okay. Which I think it uh, it looks like just from the promos, it follows Nandi more than Shaga. Nandi is Shaga's mom. Ah. Who's Queen Nandi, you know. Okay. So so I think it follows Nandi more than, than okay. Shaga. I'm not sure well, though. It's nice yeah, to have but it's beautiful. different perspectives and yeah. histories. Okay. And it's in Sulu because our one is in English. Ah, okay. for, for obviously for the global audience. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. Because okay. I think Bomb, they're amazing. Um, yeah, they've always done great stuff. Yeah, and I think Eminent Multi-Choice have put a lot of investment behind the show as well. So yeah. the budget is good there, I'm sure as well. So, yeah. so yeah. So Interesting. Yeah. What, what are you currently watching and enjoying? What are, you, what are the kind of things that, oh, yeah. that, that you consume? Look, so I watch a lot of different content, local, international. I mm. do consume a lot of local content because I cast in this local space. Okay. But I'm actually watching uh, Better Call Saul currently. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know I'm late to it. No, well, this is what's so great about streaming platforms is that one can yeah. kind of get back yeah. to, yeah. you know, these older things. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, and I never watched Breaking Bad either. Oh. I've mentioned it on the show yeah, 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 that yeah, Breaking yeah. Bad was one of those where I knew exactly how good it was. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know whether I have the emotional <laughs> capacity for the show oh, yeah, right now because yeah, yeah, I know yeah, 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 it's, it's I know lot. it's good. Yeah. Thankfully, because yeah. there's nothing worse than than yeah. getting into a relationship with a drama show <laughs> and then by season three or four you're like, you're like oh my god, um, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I've wasted a lot of my time. My time. That but happens. I know I know Breaking Bad's good. Yeah. Um. And then I know that Better Call Saul is the is like the sort of spin-off it's, from it. It is. It is. And it's okay. beautiful. And what I love about both of them is just like the character development aspect of it. It's okay. just insane. Like just watching a character evolve in front of your eyes. Like from yeah. like literally from good to extreme bad. You yeah. Know? So yeah. that's like it's no, and like watching so and I know with Breaking Bad that was obviously like a big part of it. It was, it was like beautiful. Who he started it's beautiful. as and what he ended. Yeah. But also you're still searching that human component of it and that relatability of it as well. Yeah. So so yeah, so I'm 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 watching a lot of um Do you, do you think your casting director eye is is improving the way you watch things or do you think it kind of ruins it? <laughs> it's that's a good question. That's a it's best it's best of both in a way, right? Do you find yourself often going like, why would you cast this person? It's like does, yeah, I yeah. think I annoy everyone in the house as well. I'm like, yeah. why this? Why no, this you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think I do a lot of that. Um, but also, it's 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 also very interesting. How did they come to this decision? You know, yeah. and you find you search for that why. And sometimes it know? could be like a more political thing as opposed to a creative thing where it's like yeah. this person's going to sell more tickets yeah. or it's uh, Matt Damon, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the biggest battle. So yeah. so even casting Shaga now, which is crazy, uh, where even like a one-liner is approved by the studio, right? Um, okay. And that's like... Well, by that you mean someone who's going to have a speaking role, someone yeah. who's going to have even as little as one line. One line. If you yeah. say anything yeah. it needs to be like approved okay. where locally it's very different you like oh, yeah. the one liners you like ah oh, no i know this like, yeah. you know sometimes yeah. they don't even have to audition and, yeah, and yeah. so forth so 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 um so you're right so the the decisions are so layered yeah. that sometimes after you're done casting you're like did i is it my is this my casting yeah you know so yeah. so a lot of that happens a lot of it happens my the best thing I can do is put my top four forward yeah. and they take one person. I'm like, yeah, great. Or they come back and say, no, these four don't work. Yeah. Try this guy. And, and yeah. And, and, and you've got to develop that trust. Yeah. Yeah. They know that yeah. you, that you, you're making the right yeah. calls. Yeah. You, yeah. You're not wasting time. You're yeah. picking the right people. Totally. I mean, uh, I just finished 
Breaker as well, right? Mm. Which was like a, a fantastic experience because the creative license there was like so amazing. Like I felt like I'm sort of designing this cast, you know? Mm. Um, I think the only few people they kept there is like three, three characters or so. Uh, Ian Reka, which is Kim, and um, uh, Noctula, who plays Ian's... Um, have you watched Reka? I haven't, but I, haven't. I, 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 I do know of the show, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. So they're on season two now. Cool. Um, and I did that casting and the creative license that was great. I was working with uh, Catherine Cook, who's she's amazing. Yeah. And she kept saying, what do you think? Yeah, you know, and, and I was I like, know, oh my someone's, God. Someone's I was like, oh, giving you great. some yeah, I was like, yeah, no, this is what confidence, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'll sort of go with that decision. Yeah. But um, I have to say the same as well with Shaga. Uh, Olu and Tolu, who are the writers, and Bridget, who's, who's the showrunner, they always like, dude, what do you think? You know, because obviously you know these actors better. Sure. Yeah. No, and also to sort of authentically portray the Zulu nation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, 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 yeah. I think that was important. I, I think getting a, 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 a black casting director. And uh, a Zulu one. Like, <laughs> It doesn't <laughs> a one on top of that. So I think okay. yeah, I think they were intentional about it. Yeah. I did a lot of interviews around like I did almost like seven interviews just like from this person to that person. Oh, to the, get the job. To get the job all the way to, to the studio as well. Okay. Because I didn't have the international credits as well. Yeah. And they putting in a lot of money in this, like, who's this guy? Yeah. You know, no, well, so so that was very interesting. Okay, so better call Saul, what else is kind of come past you guys ah what else am i watching look i did watch a probably a lot of films uh in november because of the festival last year Mm. with elf and what but it was almost watching old films yeah which was because last year's interesting uh africa rising film festival you guys did more of a homage to yeah stuff so i got to revisit a lot of film like Othello Burning. Um, yeah, we had Sara on the show. We did, man. And she's so amazing. Yeah. Oh, she must get her flowers as well. Like the work <laughs> she's doing flowers. is just like amazing. I love that expression. I'm going to take that. I'm going to use it. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, um, yeah. Um, I watched... Uh, what? There was one interesting movie that I saw during the festival. Um, of Good Report, which was our sure. opening. Yeah. Um, which got bent... Uh, back then um well it was it wasn't so much like a full-on banning as much as it was like a bureaucratic yeah sort of hiccup of sorts yeah but yeah of good report was a film that was jamil. made by jamil yeah um we've had Layla, his partner oh, on the show I, and i amazing saw jamil well. last week yeah. at the joburg film festival yeah. and i know he'd be an amazing guest no he did because he's dude. he's a great filmmaker and and, and Seeing and consuming so much South African cinema, you start, as you said, you, you, you can maybe see certain things come. But when I saw Of Good Report, and we screened it at the Bioscope, yeah. um, I saw a confidence. Yeah. And, and what I mean by confidence is I saw like he, he was able to hold you in these scenes and the way in which like Tarantino can do that. Totally. Where all of a sudden this little moment in the movie can be a short film on its own. Yeah. And yeah. you are just stuck in that moment. Of course, one clear example is at one point in the movie, he's in this awkward moment where he's yeah. stuck in a bathroom stall. And I don't, yes. Oof, we don't have to get into scene. it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That was almost like yeah. a short film yeah. in itself. Yeah. And, and you have to have such confidence in your storytelling that you sure. can just be swept into this moment. Dude. And, I, and, and with lots of love and respect, I do find myself often watching films like, and they sort of perhaps sometimes tend to be South African films where you're like, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Who's that? Why or, are they going what's there? what's the rush? What's like, the point? Yeah, like, yeah. why did we just yeah. invent? Ah, where it's like this yeah. just was confident. You knew exactly sure. what was going sure. on. It was simple and it was effective and it was strong. Of Good sure. Report was a great movie. Beautiful. And I love what you're saying about confidence. And for me, it was like almost like so brave yeah. from him. Yeah, that it even got like the attention of the film publication board. Yeah, that so they, then something happened when it was meant to open some festival. A diff, yeah, Durban, the, the Durban Film Festival, and 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 it didn't get classified in time, or for some reason no, they didn't want no. to classify it. Yeah, no, it was not the timing thing. They dis declassified it. They declassified it. Yeah. So they said we don't want you to show this. 
Yeah. It's so the um, it, it went into child pornography of some sort. Well, yeah, which, the story of the film is about a teacher who sort of has a relationship with a student with one of the students. Yeah. And they felt like um, she's under 16, but the actor was wasn't wasn't. Yeah. Um, so so it, I think it shocked them. I think they've never really sat and, and watch a film like that. Yeah, and, and, and it sort of shows the, you like, well, this is the point of you <laughs> as the form of publications board. And, and yeah. if it's not suitable for someone of a certain age, yeah. then that's why age restrictions exist. Correct. But you Correct. certainly shouldn't declassify it. Or I mean, there's, there's it, far it terrible... So, so what happened at Div... There's far terrible stuff that gets made. Dude, you know? and we see it. Yeah. So what happened at Div, they, apparently they, had, they sat to watch it and then it almost started and then something went banned, like a whole strip across the film or something like oh, that. That's what happened. I think it was oh, that dramatic. Or, or, or yeah, <laughs> I think they turned it into a thing. And so on the opening night, Jamil was there to explain yeah. that this is yeah. declassified. And yeah. they, turned yeah. it into, they turned it into a moment where there was a conversation about yeah. what yeah. is the point of the FPB? What, you know, they were called into question again with the wound. Never. Yes. Never yes, when that yes, came out. Yes, and that yes. showed um, a private uh, ceremony. Yeah. And, yeah. and so those councils yeah. wanted yeah. to see it out. out. Yeah. So all of a sudden yeah. it, it went from 16 age limit to being X-rated. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that it yeah. couldn't get put in cinemas. And it's, it's like, crazy. oh, come on. It's crazy. No, they felt the pressure from... And it's interesting yeah. because... Yeah. Okay, so... The wound came out, and it was about the the circumcision rituals that happen up in the mountains. And if a filmmaker had snuck in a camera and filmed Mm. what should have been a very sacred ceremony, that is another story. Yeah. But if you have created a film where you want to tell the story, that is a sacred act but you are telling the film to show people the sacred act, there's nothing wrong with that. That's like, there's rooms in the Vatican that you and I could never go into because that's only allowed for the Pope. True. If you and me went to the Vatican and snuck in a camera, that's illegal and a problem. But if you and I are telling the story about a Pope and we recreate that room... I mean, what's the Tom Hanks... um, Tom Hanks... Yeah, Angels and Demons and... You know? Yeah, so you you take this creative license to show something that up until now hasn't been shown but it was an amazing moment and the bioscope was right at the start of it because we were involved we were going to be one of the cinemas and we were intimidated by people on the day they came to the bioscope they came a group came and said you 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 mustn't show show this this. movie otherwise we are going to come and we're going to protest and we'll kind of they intimidated us with violence Dude, you're part of history. No, I know. That's why in the bioscope, if you come here, we've got a wall of all our big moments. And I saw one of those roadside billboards um, that said local film causes... I forget what the billboard says. But I pulled over because it was after a few days. I took it and I was like, I'm framing this because I was a part of this moment. And and the distributor, um, Indigenous, were fantastic about how sure. they kept to the yeah. rules yeah. and this is, you know, legally we can still do this, but Got you. if you feel intimidated, don't, don't and all these kinds of things. That's insane. And, and it just showed me the fundamental big take home point of this is that for the first time, this ritual had been told. Yeah. Yeah. And now this group, everyone. whoever is the kind of, cultural group, yeah. ancestors, sort of older committee yeah. of people who kind of look after the way in which this is handled, they were actually now confronted for the first time with yeah. 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 having yeah. this be told. Yeah. And they didn't know what to do. Because yeah, we, we, we go yeah. through yeah. our lives, especially as the bioscope, and we often hear the saying, oh, we've got these stories yeah. You know, like last yeah. week at the yeah. Joburg Film Festival, you hear it in the speeches. Yeah. yeah. It's important that we tell our stories. stories. But so this we, is us telling our stories. Are, you, are we and allowed to tell huge stories? Backlash yeah, yeah. Because this was the first time this story had been told. It was yeah. quite like, yeah. it was quite exciting. Yeah. But also if you're watching Leva, it's like, the big thing about it is the love story. And how yeah. everyone misses that as well. Well, because it's like, then, okay, so yeah, they used that as an excuse, but what they... 
what they were really upset about yeah. was the fact that there was this gay love story yeah. happening at the yeah. heart of their culture yeah. and this practice. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was the cherry on top yeah. where these yeah. conservative older Talk community me. members were like, oh, yeah. not only are you exposing our sacred act, but you're having two boys kiss at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, came, they came in fighting. So it's like they they, they had, really needed a recalibration yeah. of their brain. They were all over the country. It was like it was a whole movement. So yeah, so yeah. so this FBB. Sorry, this is what we're yeah, talking about. Yes, it. So yes. this is the film and and publications board who are yeah. tasked with looking after the South African audience's best interests yeah. and giving stuff the appropriate sure. age restriction. Yes. Which places like the Bioscope. Yeah. I have a yearly license. Beautiful. And I stick to these. Age rules. restrictions. Yeah. Um, they originally classified it as 16. They got this pressure yeah. on their board. And this was able to have a special meeting. And then they said, oh, it's now rated explicit. Crazy. And then there was a court case to say, come on, this is ridiculous. How could you take a film from yeah. 16 and all yeah. of a sudden turn yeah. it into hardcore porn? Where you could it's only crazy. show it in a in a in a in an X-rated sex store. It's gone. You know, where no one this will be clearly, interested in that. Yeah, this is clearly space. you doing this to stop it from being made. Yeah, and this is ridiculous. It got yeah. overturned, yeah. and then it, I think it became eighteen by the yeah. end, or or, yeah. or whatever. It, it got its classification. It's good now. It's, and then we yeah. were, and then if anything, it it made it even more popular it because did. everybody wanted to it, see the movie that everyone was so it upset did. about. It did. So where the, if they'd probably just. It would have been swallowed yeah. their pride or their heterosexuality. It probably would have Wouldn't just be gotten by. Correct. Um, You're right. I mean, it was a great film, so it would have still done well, but it did better because it of did. this. Everyone wanted to see it now. <laughs> so like, it was the same what are, as... What are these guys fighting for? Yeah. You know, and then you want to see that. But I think, look, I, I think respect to customs and culture is, is an important thing, right? But But once it starts to infringe... A freedom of storytelling then it's yeah. just something you know, else it and a, what it includes intimidation as well fascinating it's like, moment it's, it becomes something else but I like those moments as well I appreciate them because they yeah. open us up to so much as an yeah. industry but also for, for the audiences just public audiences because most people didn't know what Film Publication Board is then yeah, before sure. of Good Report. Even filmmakers yeah. who were making films didn't know that I had to submit my film to that process. Yeah, sure. Even no. film festivals didn't know that I need an exhibition license. Yeah. So by the time we are creating festivals, we know the Film Publication Board, we go there like, can we have the license to exhibit, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, it's interesting. What would you uh, want to be watching more of? Have you finished Better Call Saul? No, no. I think I'm Okay, so you're in the middle of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all encompassing. Yeah. It's nice. When <laughs> it's, you get a good show like that, oh, it's then, beautiful. Like, then you, 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 like, you don't yeah. really watch anything no, else at the no, same time. No. Like every time you've got a free time, you're like, all right. Okay, now you want to catch up with your watch. buddies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's hard to recommend something for you to watch now. No, you you can. Well, I'm going to. Oh, it's always up. nice to just yeah. try. Yeah. Um, what would you want to watch more of? What would you kind of want to see more of? I do want to see more of, like, drama. Like, really slow-burning um, films, right? Because I think I don't have the patience for, you know, like, um, um, true detectives. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But I just, like... What do you, what do you, what do you not have the patience for? You, you mean you don't want a long burn? You want something no, quicker I, and more? No, no, no. I, I, I like quicker, but I want to change that. Okay. Because I feel like in, in, the, in those long sort of, there's okay. so much in there. Okay. But it, so I want to develop the patience to like, I can watch True Detectives and like really take it in. Or like, yeah. a, I don't know, maybe life is just too busy as well to yeah. sit and watch a three hour film. No, no, no. It's like. It can be, it can be tough. Yeah. Okay. No, but I'm just throwing that out there. But I'm not saying that. Should, well, I like yeah. the True Detectives, and I know that they are available. I think yeah. they're on Showmax. Are they? I'm yeah, it's, sure it's are. HBO, right? Yeah. So they should. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, those those are pretty good. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Oh God, no, I'm on the spot. What are you watching? Now? I've just I've just started watching Extraordinary. Oh, great! Which is on Disney Plus. Great, great. It's great. like a fun 
comedy yeah. show. Yeah. It's set in a world where everybody's got like a superpower. Oh, nice. And you develop it almost like adolescence. You sort of develop, it. Yeah, you develop yeah. it when you turn 18. Oh, great. And, um, and so everyone's got these ridiculous powers. Like people can do nice. silly things. Like the one um, person can sort of go back in time um, and sort of redo things. The other person can sort of channel dead people. Oh, nice. Where all of a sudden she becomes yeah. like, the, the person sucks and so like for fun every now and again with her housemates she brings up dead Hitler Shoot. and then they start telling they start playing with him and like screwing with him and is it Marvel? no no, no okay, it's, it's okay. on Disney Plus okay. but it's um, it's sort of a reaction to all the superhero oh, yes, stuff we've you, had over the, however long but it's okay. it's uh, it's British oh wow so it's got this Beautiful. kind of like British yeah, humor yeah, yeah. Yeah. which right. makes it yeah. more sort of fun fun yeah, yeah. yeah. it's almost like yeah. if the boys which was that big Amazon yes, series yes 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 I remember which was very like quite sexual and, and quite masculine yeah. and of course quite American yeah um, if the boys was made by like British women gotcha <laughs> so it's a bit more got you got a bit you. more fun in that regard yeah. actually I, I did watch uh, You People have you seen it oh I I've did seen watch that, that but I, I did watch it I haven't watched it no. you haven't okay did okay. you like it I, I yeah, I enjoyed it. I think I didn't. Good old Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill. It's beautiful. Those was it funny? Heroes. It was. It was. It's hilarious. I think it's well written. Okay. Um, it, it's funny because it's it's it starts very funny, and then you are confronted by the truth, you know, that's spoken in in it, you know. So yeah. that's that's interesting as well. So, okay, so yeah. you people is about a white guy who um, falls in love with a black woman sure. and is now kind of effectively yeah. the movie is about it's him asking white for Jewish guy. White Jewish guy, yeah. played by um, old um, jo Jonah Hill. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, nice big cast, and of course Eddie Murphy yeah. is the dad. Yeah, yeah. That he's trying to sort of get the hand yeah. of marriage in. Yeah. But it'd be an interesting movie because I think your view would be different to mine. Like I would go in, correct, kind of correct. identifying probably yeah. more to the white guy. Of course, of course. Um, yeah. So many people can get yeah. different yeah. takes from it. But also, it's a rom com, right? So with rom coms you always like rooting for the relationship in yeah. a way, you know? Okay. But in, in rooting for this relationship, there's this, all these un underlining issues that are coming from the families. It's, it's, it's a special film. I think it's, it's beautiful. Okay, I cool. enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Did it. Did you ever watch the 21 Jump Street, 22 yes, Jump Street? Yes, 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 yes. When yes. the same almost yeah. dynamic played yeah. out where yeah. Jonah Hill yeah. Um, yeah. got with the black girl yeah. that turned out to be Ice Cube's yes. daughter. Yes, That was... Hilarious. It's beautiful. It's, it's very similar. Moment. It's very similar to that as well. Um, I've just finished watching the Pamela Anderson documentary. I haven't seen it. It's on, on, Netflix, on Netflix, right? Netflix. I saw it. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting study in kind of character portrait. Oh, wow. And you, you learn at a point in film school. Where, did you do any film school? No, self-taught. Okay. I, I did drama acting and then... Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a there's a point where you realize how influential you are as the filmmaker and sure. your perspective wow. of this person. Yeah. When you're making, especially when you're mm. focusing on a on a person, that if you are a little bit racist, even if you don't know it, 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 it could come, come out, out in how you make a documentary wow. about someone yeah. or something, or if you're a little bit sexist. Sure. So you can reveal yourself as the filmmaker in a particular way. Mm. And this is what's interesting, and it's not quite at the forefront, but in, a, in its media it's been mentioned that this documentary has been produced by her son. And sure. so it's a far more endearing, wow. far more caring I, I documentary yeah. that, that respects his mother in a particular wow. way, wants to get her to sort of tell her story that's amazing and she's very very interesting how what kind of a life she led and, and 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 who she is as a person because yeah. people love to 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 say that the pamela anderson's and the paris hilton's of the world are are these kind of bimbos yeah. because yeah. maybe they yeah. present themselves yeah. as that especially someone like paris hilton is a very smart person sure very smart and smarter than you think. And only in certain articles, the smarter ones yeah. like GQ, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Where, where people have, have kind out. of prop, done a proper article on them. Yeah. They go, oh, this wasn't what I was expecting. Wow. This woman has got a firm grasp on, on their life, their career and yeah. what they're doing. Pamela Anderson, on the other hand, is, is not 
a bimbo, but she's not necessarily like street smart, yeah, yeah. career smart. Like you can Quite see true. she's made lots of terrible mistakes, but she owns it. Yeah. yeah. But she's not she's not stupid. No, check it out. And it and and having this documentary that her kids are involved, yeah. it's deeply, deeply yeah, intimate. Um, um, it was it was a pretty good watch. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. from a from a from a documentary study yeah. character study. It's something called subjective voice, which sure. was we did at one point in in do, in our documentary class at at school at Vitz, which was like you've if you got to bring yourself into yeah. the documentary, yeah. um, how how do you do it, and how, what is your relationship to the subject, so and you're gonna be, we were yeah. gonna be. Um, uh, marked on that yeah that's crazy this is interesting how yeah. they, they get it i think i think that's another thing about documentaries it's almost like they're on the rise i think just from covid or before it's like people are like finding <sighs> yeah like i think they the always most. they've always been there but i think yeah. the streaming platforms have have certainly the, um made them more accessible yeah. i think they yeah. were kind of difficult products before to, to access as well yeah right? they were yeah. you know it was quite rare what made the bioscope quite special yeah. for the first ten years was that we would sure. screen a documentary. Which was where like, else would it go? Like, like what do you mean? You yeah, know, yeah. And people might not necessarily see it, and but it was people wanted it. Yeah. And and I'll never forget we screened this one documentary about fracking in the crew, and it did, did hell of a well. Wow. Because people wanted That's, to learn, yeah, they wanted yeah, to understand yeah, it. Yeah. And the documentary itself wasn't a clear like fracking is bad. <laughs> yeah. It was like okay, well sure. this is what's good about yeah. it. And this in relation to coal mining or whatever, it's much better. Yeah. But water is still turning sure. on fire. I mean, it's yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was lovely. People <laughs> wanted to learn, and, and that's the bioscope's also always been that kind of thinking person space. Amazing. I also just saw um, the Pepsi oh. one. Wow. Oh, Pepsi, yeah. where's my jet? Where's my jet? That lovely, was insane. Now my girlfriend yeah. did a um, did a master's in business. Yeah, uh, in New York, and she said they studied. They that studied that. Study. It's a case study, <laughs> and I love that. That's the take home from it. It's is that, beautiful. Right? <laughs> is that this crazy story? So, Pepsi, where's my jet? Is a limited docu series on Netflix, and basic back of the box is it's about the real life story of this famous campaign that Netflix yeah. uh, that that Pepsi had, yeah. where you could earn points. these Pepsi points and you could redeem them for stuff like caps and bags and sunglasses yeah. but as a joke in this um advert they said oh for a certain amount that and there was a crazy amount of numbes seven thousand seven thousand seven seven million sorry. seven million yeah. pepsi points you yeah. can get a harrier jet which is yeah. this military grade aircraft and this guy actually figured out yeah. if he got a backer how he could actually legitimately have enough points yeah. To legitimately say, okay, well, I've got this. But they were like, it's clearly a joke. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, there was no fine print. And so it became it's this nothing. kind of legal yeah. battle. Yeah. And it became so fascinating where also, that's also a great study on representation because people were very quick to hear the story and go, oh, it's a money grab. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. This guy was like, the, I legitimately, yeah. I'm a, I'm the prime customer and I would love a jet. Shh. And you've made yeah. this promise to me, and I've—I think he was twenty or younger, and he yeah. believed in the ad as well. Yeah, like, and he even turned down like a considerable yeah. amount of money to go yeah, away. Two because, million. Yeah, because he's like, like no, no, I want the I jet. Want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very interesting. Yeah, no, no and it's worth no, watching it. just from a legal it. anyone who's involved in yeah. law and yeah. legality, yeah. and of course, so many things developed after that. Where True. now, even that campaign flighted a few months yes. later with like. We're kidding. Yeah. At the yeah. Or the, no, the first extended the number of points. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they went to seven thousand. Because they didn't realize that oh, if they just yeah. legally said this is an advert, <laughs> like not not really. Dad, yeah. Whatever the yeah. legal recourse. It's crazy. Is. Lovely. But man. I felt for I felt for the creative director or the creator of the ad. He he yeah, seems not to have he, recovered. Like he he seemed heartbroken. Sure. He was like my he's like my whole life is. <laughs> And of course, he probably didn't enjoy the fact that all of this was coming up again. Oh man, he's he, so depressed. But I mean, at least gives him a chance to tell Redeem the story. Redeem himself as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, okay. No, it was a yeah. good watch. Yeah, yeah. Glad we could talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, I'm going to let you get back sure. to your busy life. Yeah. yeah, this was fun. But because you live and work, well, yeah, because you work yeah, so close, yeah, yeah, I say live, yeah. funny. <laughs> 
I know you don't live at 44. No, but we live here, dude. But it feels yeah, like we yeah, do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because you work so often, I'd love yeah. you to pop in more and, to. and just catch up on I'd things. Like, this was and, fun, man. And ahead of the Africa Rising Film Festival, be great. hopefully we be can, great. We can yeah. talk a bit more about yeah. that, which will be later on in the year. Yeah. Um, so it'd be nice to just have you yeah. keep coming back. This was great, man. Cool, you my deserve guy. your flowers. <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of flowers are you going to buy me? I'll see. I'll see. Okay. We've got Jeff next door here, so yeah, yeah, it might yeah. be a plant. Okay, you know? I'll take but, a plant. Yeah, but this is great, man. <laughs> take a plant. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks, man. All right. What a great chat. Um, as I said, Islander is a good friend. Um, and so it was lovely to sort of have this time with him and, and talk about everything and sort of share everything that he does. Um, you can head on over to actorsspaces.co.za to see more about that. And if you, yeah, you know, I guess fancy yourself as an actor, you can join that community and, and start, yeah, they do lots of workshops and hold auditions all the time. And so perhaps you can seek your dreams through them. But uh, from my side with the Bioscope, we will always do the Africa Rising International Film Festival that tends to be in the last weekend of November every year. So maybe just um, put that somewhere in the back of your brain. Um, but yeah, my name is Russell Grant, and today on the show was Ayanda Satebe, but before that I had Gad DeCombers and Graham Hackney in for a little chat. We are thevideostore.co.za, so you can share the love and join us on all our social media channels and chime in and let us know what you are watching, and we can um, have ourselves a little chat out on Facebook and Instagram. Lekka, we will see you again next week. Cheers.